Why is it all so negative? Yeah, no, that's a great question, Fatima. When we focused on their more weak or selfish or craven moments, it confirmed their innermost fears and put them in a state of mesmerized horror. But the show is using my life. It's, it's my name, it's my career, it's me. They're, they're using me, so. And you assign them the right to exploit all of that. What, when? Terms and condition. All of that would have popped up on your phone or whatever when you first signed up to Streamberry and you clicked accept. Yeah, they're making fun of Netflix, but they're not like advocating for any kind of revolution. The success of Black Mirror's sixth season is good for their stock price in the short term. I don't think they're really calculating. Yeah, but if a bunch of people watch this and down the road they watch other things that are also like this, maybe they will be more susceptible to slightly more lefty thought or something i think i think that's 100 percent the calculation you think so i think there's a literal person at every company probably honestly and truthfully probably a team and they are making very calculated decisions about how they move in that climate corporations don't actually allow revolutionary speech corporations are very in line with what is reformist speech because reformist speech is usually honestly just good business. They allow reformist speech because they can plan around reformist speech. If you look at the official SEC filing of Coca-Cola, there's a lot about sustainability and how they need to combat climate change and how they do all that. And they've mostly done that because there are ingredients that Coca-Cola needs to further its business that are threatened by climate change. There are supply chain routes that are threatened by climate change. Now, revolution may not be good business, which is why I... It's a red flag. I am not gonna hold y'all, but I yeah. fucking love the Hamilton soundtrack. Like, I'm no not, joke. I, I believe that. I have never completely <laughs> seen the play at yeah. all, but I fucking love the soundtrack. That's oddly on brand. Somehow, somehow that makes sense to me. I can imagine yeah. you in Hamilton watching by yourself and a single tear goes down down your cheek and then you clap. Amazing. I've only seen I've only seen 30 minutes of it, but the soundtrack so synchronized went triple platinum. Yeah. We know Alvin. <laughs> we know Alvin well. That's, that's his clap face. Incredible. I truly understand the nature of man now. Indubitably. Thank you for this mm. gift, <laughs> David Diggs at all. Wait, who's the who's Specifically the guy David Diggs. Just everybody him. fuck everybody else. Fuck Specifically the writer, just him. Yeah. <laughs> he was good at Snowpiercer, man. I like him. What is what he is the show about? It's it's Snowpiercer show. It's okay. I will say the beginning of the movie's very, overrated. It, it's all overrated, man. Like no. it's to me it seems like the movie was already a little bit like basically doing what Parasite eventually did, but more ham-fistedly. And the show is super ham-fisted. Like, yeah. they just hammer you with the head with the fucking eat with the, the rich, class yeah. conscious. Yeah. It's like, okay, we get it. It's about class, bro. Calm down. But it's it, not exactly it's, like a subtle metaphor either. It's I don't not. Know. Yeah. It's not. And it's like, and, I, and I'm glad you bring that point up, Eddie, because Parasite was a natural progression of that same kind of, artistic mm -hmm. vision but parasite yeah. did it so much better it felt but, so much more subtle and like it, and that it had story that would work and i feel like if you're going to make a piece of content or a film or whatever with a moral or a political message which is kind of impossible not to make one with that it still has to yeah. stand on its own it's kind of my view like you have to make a good story aside from the message so i remember i would see the commercials for that and i'd be like i feel like there's just not enough there for a show 
because for Snowpiercer. the premise is yeah for Snowpiercer because the <laughs> premise is like played out throughout the movie. I don't know, like you get halfway through the movie and you're like, I get it, okay. And now there's like three seasons of the show. I don't you know, know how that happens. Oddly, they, they actually they... do a, they actually do do a lot with it. Like they 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 waste yeah. a lot, but you realize there's actually like a lot of fertile ground for like a story because okay. you don't have to. Yeah, it's like it's a whole society, so you can do whatever the fuck you want within that train. True. And then there's the entire world outside of the train, which Snowpiercer never really touches. So, and I think that's the only thing that saves the show, right? And and the movie. I think a lot of people other than give a lot of grace yeah. because okay. he did a lot of world building when he kind of crafted that story. So I think the world building aspect of it carries it a little bit more than the ham-fisted message, which I think is very simplistic and not particularly novel in any sort of context. But I don't necessarily think you should do it in a series, but a miniseries. I think there was enough meat on the bone from the initial world building that you could make something that was palatable in that context. Not saying I think they did that well consistently over three seasons, but... I mean, the show could have just been a fun, apocalyptic, you know, young adult sci-fi, similar to, like, The 100, which I thought for the first, like, two seasons was, like, really good. Like, Agreed. That was a fun show, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can just have fun with it. And it and I watched the first two seasons of Snowpiercer. It was good. Like, they just eventually... It got boring. Not, not like, overly woke. It just was boring. They just ran out of steam and didn't have anything to talk about and were just cycling back through the same shit, so... I think the miniseries is underrated, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I think motherfuckers need to need to do like the night Handmaid's of type Tale. shit. Yeah, yeah. Ha- like do do fucking the night of. Handmaid's Tale should have been seven episodes. That's what I'm saying. The shit should have been max twelve, yeah. max twelve. 100%. But the night of is the blueprint for how these motherfuckers need so, to approach some of these concepts. Rizamet is a killer, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm praying for his continued rise. Uh, did y'all ever see that one uh silo i watched the first couple episodes mm, and yeah. i was like i was like I, I don't know about this let me read the wikipedia summaries yeah. for the end and i was like oh i'm really glad i did not watch that the rest i was of the way it. i was you were in, into it i was totally into it and but it's are you it, still it into one, it i i would like i've watched the okay. first season finished it and i'm game for the second season okay, like I'm, cool. I'm ready to see what happens so like i wasn't disappointed i like i like it. the pilot but i'm also I'm also very easy to pl- to, to please. Like, yeah, I think Bullshit. the production design is something that I. Re- no, I'm Bullshit. Su- I'm super easy to please. All you got to do Bullshit. is be like, yo, if you just go, this is a sci-fi series or movie. Bullshit, I'm there. I'm sad. bro. What you Bullshit. Mean? Tell me one Bullshit. time. Tell me one time that like a critically acclaimed movie. Came you out. are the you are the most fucking highbrow fucking artsy film bro that I regularly interact with. Transcendence with Johnny Depp was a good movie. I don't give a fuck. What movie? Okay, that's a low Transcendence. bar. But Transcendence with Johnny Depp. They, <laughs> okay. they put they put him in a computer and he uh, he took over the world or whatever the fuck. I, I, all right, man. Touche, touche. <laughs> I stand corrected. Fuck. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But have you seen Downsized with Matt? Yeah, <laughs> I have not seen Downsized. The goats. Um, let me go ahead and introduce the. <laughs> podcast real quick um welcome everybody to wave of the red flag the number one uh dating and woke film analysis slash miniseries podcast in the universe it's your boy eddie joined today of course by my illustrious co-hosts josh and alvin and today uh we've got you know skip intro not to be confused skip bayless it is his name it's not a signifier that you need to skip the intro he also goes by jackson he's a youtuber makes great content analysis and all that good shit welcome to the show man thanks for having me uh i didn't i didn't expect to be compared to skip bayless today that was i'm more surprised 
No, I'm surprised that Eddie it. knows who Skip Bayless yeah. is. Yeah. That's the most surprising bit of it. I've been researching. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my man card today. I learned about Let's go. transmissions. You know what I'm saying? I bought an axe. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. Okay. Does that All mean right. Skip Bayless has penetrated beyond sports? Yeah. Apparently, because this motherfucker knows nothing. Much worse than, I don't know. I know you guys are excited, but that sounds really bad for society at large. No, I only know him from like conversational clips. Like the same thing. Like I didn't know what, who Shannon Sharp was. I just know him from Which like clips. Which is crazy. So two-time Super Bayless, Bowl champion, Hall of Famer. That is man. I know that's that's where they play. I don't they even play know what that soccer. is. They play soccer. They play soccer in between the, like, the January like big big commercials that they play in January. That's the game they play in between those. That's nope. fair. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's that's pretty much it. American soccer. That's I love it. So Shannon mm. Sharp and Skip Bayless are American uh, soccerists, I believe, is what they do for a job. Mm-hmm. Soccer Thanks. analysts, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. They definitely yeah. know about as much about that as anything else. Yeah. Also, I will say, just talking about Skip Bayless as being a, a net positive or net negative for wider society, Skip's actually pretty woke. His sports takes, okay. horrible. His societal <laughs> takes, consistently Great. better than Stephen A. Smith's takes societally. That's, yeah, that's so, shout out to Skip Bayless, like going to wider society. I know right, that's a hot get take. Skip on the show. Yeah. Get Skip on the show. <laughs> Just don't get. Be well, have you he doesn't like. Do, he doesn't do free form content. He doesn't do free form content. Like his his uh, podcast is him box. reading from a script. Ah, shit. Okay. Yeah, maybe we can get him. Maybe we can get him off that. You know, I don't know. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, silo. <laughs> Back to silo, real quick. <laughs> it's good, but it's basically just like vertical snowpiercer. But it's a lot less heavy-handed. It's a lot, lot less like eat the rich, you know, class warfare kind of kind of oh, shit. I'm out it's then. Just like you, because you want it to be more that. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait. I thought you didn't like snowpiercer the show. I did. I mean, I just felt like I get it. You know, there's this, there's a train. But if you're gonna do it, I want it to be. Then do it. Yeah, okay. do it, man. If you're gonna do it, do it. I. There's there's too much stuff that's I don't know I, we can we can be more anti anti uh, capitalism I think that's fine. okay how, okay so how do you feel when you're like with TV shows films movies wait no I have to know what, what are you okay. what's, I don't know it was, <laughs> I get it there's a train took me up bro I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I get it we got to get our tickets like cool whatever he's, he's, I, he's, I get it there's a train fuck it like everything else that's cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Different classes of people on different carts. We it's get moving. It. There's a little trolley with snacks. Right. Fine. Okay. <laughs> it is kind of a silly premise. No, isn't Snowpiercer just like a continuation of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Are they still like doing that thing? Or? I think so. I think so. I think it's the sequel. The new yeah. one. The new Wonka is coming out too. I wonder. They need to just that. hang it up. Like just leave it alone. I mean, like no. all, a lot of those like old classes that they've remade time and time again just leave it the fuck alone i saw like recently they made like a christmas movie where santa claus got like an axe and this dude's like a fucking murderer or some shit like you know he's like a, a I'm, I'm into it you gotta, you lit, gotta like, drop, you gotta lit, drop new christmas shit every year because okay, that's, that's yeah. shit like mariah carey like if we just stop trying to make new christmas shit it's like we would have never got that so what are we doing you get a new classic yeah no but i'm with you on that wonka shit like Josh, what they need to do is just take that simple rent, that simple Rick concept, and just make that mm. into a full movie. Just like do that shit. I like capitalist that. take on Wonka. Boom, mm-hmm. there it goes. <laughs> Come they back did home it already. To the taste of your own completion. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know if I like when 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 stuff is too ham fisted with the with those messages though. Like, do we have like Severance was really oh. good. Handmaid's Tale I think was really good. Simple Rick was really yeah. good, man. I don't give a fuck. What, 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 what I mean is, okay, what I meant specifically with Snowpiercer is yeah. that I'm not going to watch it either way. So if, yeah, yeah, so in really that case, right. it might as well be as ham fisted as possible. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not getting there's watched. I'm not watching it anyway. So I, there's I'd a rather... train. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, the ones no, you- in general, things I like, I like it to be a little more subtle. Sure. Yeah, I could get that. I feel like I'm real curious about, like, how much more prevalent just, like, corporations as characters is in TV shows. Like, if like that episode of Black, Black Mirror where they did, like, the Streamberry episode yeah. or, like, the Bandersnatch episode where it's, like, it's mm. evil corporations yeah. making shows about how evil evil corporations are. And it just yeah, like uh, so Amazon like, making The Boys, which is about yeah, an evil Gen corporation is, that like, is in charge so of everything. Strange. I mean, like all of these, all of these pieces of media and art are like created by or owned by massive media companies. Like Mr. Yeah. Robot, we were talking about earlier. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's owned by Comcast. Like that's that's who you're talking What's about. Going on there, like I'm like I'm... that's the second episode of the Black Mirror, the Lock Henry one, is all about how Streamberry is super. Uh, oh, exploitative yeah, yeah. of true crime yes. while they're yeah. making a true crime episode for right. <laughs> for the uh for netflix um yeah it is very it different i think that just has a lot to do with like the writers more so than anything because it's not like the corporation itself is is making those producing stories. and making well they're, they're like literally making the content it's just who is paying for it yeah true and i think it's just like the appearance of like you have like the illusion you just basically just have this illusion of freedom freedom of choice and then oh we're not that bad we actually have a show about how fucked up other corporations are you know what i'm saying i think sometimes like we focus on like we give like the entity too much the entity like it's like a person you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. when it's really a group of people it's a whole ass system and then like you have people within the system who are fighting each other and then trying to get messages out because the writers slip in a lot of messages in these things of course and then it gets screamed to the man and then they, of course, I like, give the green light. Oh, we we really like what you did with this little fucked up part, but we need you to take X, Y, and Z out. And then, like sometimes, yeah. there's a lot of contention, and then you know shit gets approved and blah blah blah. You know, you move forward and have your little show on the way. No, see, that's a good point. Part of what I'm maybe implying is that I think it seems to me to like emphasize the fact that this shit, none of this shit, really makes a difference or moves the needle. Because I agree, corporations are all of these people making all these different decisions and the writers the writers are not the billionaires who own the shit the actors aren't none, none of those people are they're essentially just work they're, they're workers you know so they're that's why they're on strike and shit so i get why they would be like yeah fucking vault cor- corporation is fucking evil they're writing their asses off but the, all of those companies they have like a vested interest in how they're portrayed to the public and you can see like when something when a crazy story pops up about xyz they squash it you know or they do something to manage that but netflix is just like yeah you can make that whole episode you can make gen v it doesn't matter and that just to me makes me feel like all these commentaries don't fucking matter because it's obviously not enough of a threat to the well-being of these corporations for them to be so critical of corporations in the shows they produce with kiss it cans free shoes motion sounds something like this Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. 
there are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I think that a lot of those the corporations are... I think I agree with a lot of what you said, but I think that a lot of them are kind of greenlighting specific uh, critiques. You know, or, or speci- they're like... There's a certain amount of like back pushback and just acknowledgement of the, you know, crazy wealth inequality that's going on that they aren't they're not like trying to deny that that exists um, or like be that that censorious. But I think that you're right. Like they do crush like like real news stories about X. It's not it's not new. I mean, Urban Outfitters sells like Che Guevara T-shirts and I don't think he really would have been like down with that. Uh, my guess. That's insane. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but That's I don't think that it. Is. But I don't think that it means it's meaningless. I think that they are doing what capitalists always do, which is prioritizing short-term profit over all else. Right. And I think that it actually is something that they. I think that it is an opening. I, like I don't think that any TV show is going to like change the world or change how people think about stuff uh, by itself necessarily. But I do think that in totality media can make you like it, it, in the broad strokes, it can make you make people think about stuff in ways that do change the like national conversation. I think it's like a bit of a trickle down effect. It's like art imitates life, but and also life does indeed imitate art. But I think it's like mostly the, the former versus the latter. When we actually do get these messages in movies, especially if it's like super popular and it like something like new that hasn't been come out, or done the ways like um, a particular piece of media that has like moved the needle just a little bit and gets people talking and starts to shift the conversation and start changing narrative. It does take some time, but at the end of the day, like it's still very slow when it comes to real life change. Like the example you gave with Mr. Robot and then, you know, today's present stance. So my take on it is that corporations don't actually allow revolutionary speech. So I think a lot of people I think a lot of people have this really weird concept of what is revolutionary versus what is reformist. Mm. And I think corporations are very in line with what is reformist speech because reformist speech is usually honestly just good business. So the example that I often give is that if you look at a 10K, you know, the the official SEC filing of Coca-Cola there's a lot about sustainability and how they need to combat climate change and how they do all that because it is just good business, right? There are ingredients that Coca-Cola needs to further its business that are threatened by climate change. There are supply chain routes that are threatened by climate change. So they put that in their their 10K that they're tracking to this and that they're doing XYZ as a reformist model of how they've done business in the past because it is just good business. Now, revolution may not be good business, which is why I think that a lot of these companies don't actually 
go as far as allowing revolutionary speech. Yeah. See, that but they allow refer they allow reformist speech because they can plan around reformist speech. Re revolution is like we're tearing all this shit down. Reformist is like within the guardrails of what this currently exists. I'm gonna move the needle one way or another. Straight from the lion's mouth. Now, see, that's exactly what I fucking thought because now that I think that explains everything. Like, I think that completely unconfuses my mind because I now that I look at all of these evil corporation movies and TV shows from evil corporations, all of them are like, yeah, but what if we were just a little bit better at being a company? It's never like, let's destroy the whole thing and start over again, mm -hmm. which makes sense that they wouldn't do Except any that. Except Mr. Robot. No, I'm just kidding. Except Mr. Robot. Honestly, honestly, for real. Like, real shit. Like, real shit. The writers, the producer, the director snuck that one through, let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's because they gave him uh, complete creative control because it was USA and they had nothing else going. Uh, they were no, I'm serious. They were like, "Yeah, we got nothing else. Go for it." I don't, we got shit on our hands. I mean. But I think, oh, I think, man. I don't think Alvin and I are disagreeing at all. I feel like we're both talking about no. short-term profit because, like, yeah. you're totally right. These are just like smart short-term moves, like the the Netflix example. That's going to make their stock the black uh, the Black Mirror Netflix example. Yeah, they're making fun of Black Mirror Netflix, but. They're not making fun of like larger they're not like advocating for any kind of revolution and in general like the success of black mirror's sixth season is good for their stock price in the short term mm. so they're not really i don't think they're really calculating yeah but if a bunch of people watch this and down the road they watch other things that are also like this maybe they will be more susceptible to slightly more lefty thought or something like i don't i don't think that that's the calculation no that's mm. not really what's happening. I don't think they I think care. I think that's one hundred percent the calculation. You think so? I think there's a literal person at every company, probably honestly and truthfully, probably a team of people that are tracking that level for the major companies. And like I I don't think that every company does this. Yeah, but definitely the companies that have a track record of success and are looking to build and looking to be conglomerates, you know, over the, over the long haul, they have a team of people that are assessing that very same thing. And they are making very calculated decisions about how they move in that climate. That's what a good company does. Um, well, uh, and when I say good, I mean a, yeah. a company that's good for its for its shareholders, not necessarily right. good for for the world. Yeah, because I'm looking at something like the way like that Streamberry episode to me, for instance, seems directly in opposition to the kinds of things that they would want to have passed, like at a law level. Like I'm thinking if you look at the way the Streamberry episode plays out and it talks about like that algorithm, the first thing that comes to my mind is like we got to have a conversation about who owns our data. And that's like a real conversation that can be like put to votes and like be put into laws and shit like that. And if people come together or a politician passes a law that says there are huge restrictions on the way companies can now use data, that fucks up the business model. But it's already, the Googles, the Facebooks. The it's Netflix. already happened, though. It's but, already happened, though. I, what I want to say. G, G, GDPR. GDPR was that. What's GDPR? I don't know. Right GDPR was basically know the European Union coming together as a, as a powerful economic bloc. So... Mm. For for the people not tracking, each individual European country is actually pretty small economically in in comparison to states. The the yeah literal literal states like yeah. the the economy of California or not even California or New California, York or Texas or, fuck, yeah. or or Florida. Let let let's go a little Wisconsin. bit down the scale. Yeah, let, not even not that far down the scale, but I'm saying Georgia. <laughs> 
Fuck you know, the 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 eighth or the eighth or ninth, yeah, okay. the eighth or ninth most populous state in the United States has a larger economy than a lot of than a lot of European countries. Just for our international yeah. listeners, but as a block, right, the European Union is huge. So the European Union passed GDPR, which was a privacy data centric piece of legislation that basically put a lot of the onus on companies to make it so that consumers had a lot more direct control over their data and how they could do that. So American companies, because they had to play ball with the European union block, which is, you know, a $14 trillion block, they had to change a lot of their policies based on EU legislation. So a lot of that is already shifted. So a lot of what you're talking about in this context is stuff that they're addressing that has already happened, which kind of goes right. back to what I'm saying already, right? They're like they're not talking revolution, they're talking reformists. It's already we happening. Gotta, we got to go along with this. That makes yeah. sense. I want to point out two distinctions. One that talking about like the messaging of like a Coca-Cola or something like that is different than talking about a company that's actually making the media that we're talking about. Like facts. Coca-Cola Big facts. is yeah, they're monitoring that stuff. Yeah, sure, because they're also like sponsoring coups in other countries. But uh, there's like a like an HBO Max. Is, their margins are so much thinner, and that's mm. why they just like keep cutting stuff all the time just to try and get tax breaks. I don't think that they're thinking about the long term sustainability of the model to the same degree. Maybe they are. I just don't think that they're competent enough to be quite fair. Uh, honest, not fair. That's it's not fair at all. It's totally out of pocket. <laughs> and then the other thing was the GDPR. Were all of those changes made domestically as well? Because my understanding was that they just wrote different code for them. Like they have the no, European so, version and then the American version. They're still collecting all that stuff. Okay. So, and I, and I know this specifically because you know, not putting anybody's name on blast, but I'm I'm you know, fairly tapped into people who work in other industries. So I have, uh, you know, friends that are fairly high up in Microsoft and Google, et cetera, et cetera. No, you would definitely know better than, than me. They, they, had, they were scrambling to change basically everything that they did globally in response to GDPR. Okay. So what Like scrambling. It was like they, they were working like, oh, my, my teams need to work like 18-hour yeah. days. Wait, did they change be GDPR stuff compliant. in America as well, or was that yes. just? Yes, okay. 100%. Cool. So what do they need to do now? Like what's the like? What are they allowed to? Because when you look at those shows, it's like they're they're doing a level of like data mining and under and predictive algorithms and shit about us that just seems terrifying when you kind of think about it. And we all see it in our you know our ad algorithms, and it's like fuck y'all are y'all are telling me to bait to buy baby shoes, and I'm not even pregnant yet. Oh fuck, I am, and the algorithm knew before me, kind of shit. What's the what are the laws now? Like, are there limitations on that, or what's up? So it's 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 really complicated. GDPR was sweeping wide legislation but i will say the the biggest thing that you probably see as an average consumer is your ability to opt out and your ability to ask for people yes not people but corporations super easy yeah they may yeah they may that's sarcasm that's sarcasm that's sarcasm (laughs) but they do give you the option now when they didn't same color as the page you gotta you gotta just hover until i was trying to opt out of the espn one yeah, I had the ESPN app and I was trying to opt out of it, and it was so confusing. They were like, like the, you, it gives you like the two options, and it's not clear which one is going to opt you out <laughs> and which one is opting in <laughs> at all. Like, like it just was yeah. impossible to, to not tell. have an ungood bad time. The fuck, which <laughs> one do I click? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah. 
one of these buttons tells only truths, the other tells only lies. Right. <laughs> you click one. Thanks for thanks for staying. Yeah, thanks for subscribing. Yeah, they don't give you a confirmation either for if you <laughs> yeah. pr- pick something. They're yeah. not like thanks for opting in or they try to get yeah. you back. They're just like, all right, do you you don't know if you're opted out or not? But uh, that's good for us, I guess. I don't know. We'll see you next week. <laughs> What happens? What for some reason that made me think. What happens when you go to a porn site and click on not eighteen? Like, what does that button go to? I think they just kick you out. Yeah, they, you just don't. But then, where you, do you, you go? Just don't get into the. I thing think it just you brings you to like Google or something. Oh, okay, okay. I thought maybe they had like a kid friendly porn, like not kid friendly. A, a, kid, a kid friendly porn. A kid friendly porn. What the fuck? They don't show any no. genitalia. It's come, it's come not, full circle to the euphoria conversation. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's it's just not por- like just not porn. It's like, softcore. It's, it's softcore yeah. at that point. <laughs> it's erotica. <laughs> No, it's like maybe like it takes you to mini clips or, so, or like a you know like a video no, game site or some shit. I don't know. Um, I've clicked on we... like not eighteen just to see what happens and what it happened? just nothing and like the it cops just takes you. Came to your I know, house. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> who the fuck do you think Crazy. you are? <laughs> no, it just takes you out of the site. Like you just can't enter, and then like you enter again, and then you just click on I am eighteen, and then voila, you're looking you're at titties. I know that some states okay. are looking into <laughs> setting up a thing where you actually have to set your you have to like input your ID or something. Uh, oh, that's too much. Because apparently it's like because I know I don't know the it details, but I know California has been like thinking about doing something because they've been having like th- th- they know that that doesn't do anything and they don't really want a lot of kids sense. going on porn, I guess. Of course. And it's also like I've been 18 since I was 12. Like it's it's not there's nothing that can it's stop like, it's you like from good clicking for that you. fucking button. And it's not but and it seems like the kind of thing that should be regulated like and not to be like on some puritanical Well, it, it, it is like, in like physical yeah. media, right? Yeah. Right. It's like a it's like a gun or a cigarette or any of that. It's like you're watching grown adults Fuck. I mean, on the other side of the a, content creation is super fucking regulated. There's AIDS and exploitation and sex trafficking, and it's just like, yeah, cool, you're a seventh grader here. Like, but here's but here's the thing, a, you know. Yeah. But here's the thing though, and I know we touched on it very briefly, and I've been very candid about this point. If you can move the needle in four, maybe five U.S. states, you can basically impact the world. California is yeah. one of those states. Like, I, I, I don't want to downplay exactly how huge of an economic player just the state of California is. California, I think, just, is like the sixth or seventh largest economy in the world by itself. It's like it's yeah, it's sure. five trillion. It's like five trillion dollars in GDP. They're and then right be, right behind that is the state of New York. Right behind that is the state of Texas. Right behind that is the state of Florida. There are individual states in the United States that can literally move entire business units. Right. So when something happens in California. You might as like businesses have to react to that shit because that's a huge percentage of their of their overall business, not even just from a money perspective, just from a pure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply population perspective so a lot of businesses build how they operate on how they move in california texas new york florida and the united states if 
California makes that a thing where like they have to like put like ID information in could be, like, to move. Bigger, yeah. That could just be the standard going Everywhere, forward yeah. because again, California, huge population, fifty million people, huge GDP, you know, trillions of dollars just in one state. That could just be the standard going forward. Yeah. Because how does it work with like OnlyFans? Like if you if you're a user who wants to like obviously if you're a content creator, you have to do a bunch of verification shit. But if you're a purchaser client, do you have to or not a ton? Whatever? I don't think not so. a ton. Not it's 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 very it's very just. I don't whatever. think anything that you couldn't get around very easily. It, no, but you have to put in a credit card. So that is you do have thing. you do That's, have to put in information. You have to put in information from a payment. Yeah. yeah, you have to put in information you from could a put payment your parents perspective card in or whatever but i think for the you most just part, put in your own, you can just put in your own debit card because they're not checking your birth date by your card information hmm. it's just the expiration date but it's yeah. the same thing are you 18 or not are you not yeah yes for some reason in my head i, for, I forgot <laughs> that like kids can have like cards in their name i thought for some reason i had, it was, yeah, like, I had a debit card when i started adult. working at my, my first job at 15 mm-hmm. oh okay yeah that's supposed to be looking at pornography at that age <laughs> um can not we make legally. a <laughs> this guy josh said <laughs> hmm <laughs> tell you. Watch me. <laughs> uh, uh, can we do a hard pivot to talking about like uh I just wanted to discuss the prevalence of like old man action hero movies that they've done over the past like decade where like every like 60-year-old man who has been famous over the last like 20 years is like leading an action movie still and it doesn't seem like they're making any new ones. I'm just very so- tickled by this. Here's my here's my one point to start us off. Okay. When you posted that talking point for mm. us to prepare for, and you included Keanu, I was like, "How are you including Keanu in this shit? This motherfucker's mm. younger than these motherfuckers that you're talking about. Mm. He's really yeah, not he's old as hell. This motherfucker's yeah, basically <laughs> sixty. Yeah, this motherfucker's old. a vampire for real, bro. So he's only two years younger. He's only two years <laughs> younger than Tom Cruise. No, this is how. Old and they're Keanu only is. like eight years younger than Denzel. Keanu Reeves dated a woman his own age, and people were like, "Who is this old bitch he's got around?" Like, <laughs> she's oh, younger damn. than him, <laughs> and they're like, "Who is this old ass lady that he's dating?" And it's like he's just dating an age appropriate. He just isn't dating a high schooler. He just isn't dating a college fucking freshman like every other like. He's Hollywood just fifty nine. He is. He's, he's just, just fucking old as shit. Yeah, he's just oh, an old man. Fifty nine is an old. Looks shit. great though. Looks he looks phenomenal to be fucking his age. <laughs> he looks amazing to be like his age. Give him too much. I feel like he looks. He looks his age. No, he doesn't. No, uh, he doesn't. Like, I, like I really looked into this shit. This motherfucker does not look. He looks especially. 40, yeah. He looks. He looks in his forties. I expected to Google his age and say that he was like forty-five. That's what I expected. Yeah, Mid up forties. Okay, but he's actually he's actually almost sixty. He's actually almost sixty. Eh, he he just turned fifty-nine. He was born in Lebanon. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you know he's a. I think he's a military brat. Oh yeah, well, that makes sense. He's a, he's also like every race. He's like he's every race. He's every race. He's every race. He's I've like heard he's got the, a little bit of black in the too, Tiger yeah. Woods of mm. this acting shit. Probably. Blasian. Yeah, probably no, not I mean, who he wants to be compared to. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about uh, how Clint Eastwood made an action movie in 2018 where he had a threesome with two two girls. Uh, Ooh. called the mule. Uh, That's yeah. what happened in that movie, and I believe he was like ninety three in it. So <laughs> okay, get he's, it. Go he's on, not messing man. around. You know, he's still going. That's crazy. Also, he was, I'm just imagining. Oh, he's ninety three now, so it's five years ago. He was like eighty eight. 
Oh, that's crazy. Imagine writing that movie. Oh, I know exactly what we're going to do in this scene. All right, girls. (laughs) Hold up. Hold up. Josh, what did you just say? (laughs) It also served as an ad for Blue Chew. (laughs) (laughs) This This film is sponsored by... It was like a subtle, like, you know, you just pop the thing open, you know what I mean? Like, you just saw oh, it on yeah. the dresser. You just, like, fucking popped it like a Mento, fucking, right. like, Levitra, you know? Like, fucking, right. Like, you just Ooh, see a shadow. Just... C- Cialis. Goddamn, what's Extends? Right. What was that shit that they used to have commercials for? Remember? Oh, I do remember that that whistle. Yeah, that's yeah. That, 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 that stirred something in me. And it was that, and it was that guy right who was word. like, hey... This is John. He's happy because he's dick as hard. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was a classic. What was that? I think it was called Extends. Let me see. Hold on. Enzite. In- Wait, is that right? Enzite. It says, yeah, Enzite. 2004 commercial. I, I, I just Googled Whistle Viagra. Ah, uh, yes. Whistle. Enzite Natural Male Enhancement. Mm. Yeah. Herbal. I mean, it <laughs> The first work. thing that came up was it posted in the subreddit Nostalgia. <laughs> Back in the good old days. Uh, I tell you, when I couldn't get my dick up, that insight always got me right. I fuck with that. I look forward to be, to like getting to like getting to have to use uh, erectile dysfunction pills. I love I how like we that's... all looked at you like you were fucking crazy. Like all all three of us were like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this motherfucker talking about?" <laughs> I look forward to erectile Simul- dysfunction. Let me... Simultaneously, we were all like, "What the fuck is this guy idiot?" Yeah. Like it, it just feels like you no, know, yeah, passage more. into manhood. You know, it feels like passage into manhood. You know, like like getting what your, the your fuck gray are you hair. Talking about? I don't know. It's like you get you get your gray hairs. You're like cool. I'm now I'm an elder gentleman. I've got gray hairs. I'm balding or whatever. Knees hurt. I'm like, I've pa- it, it's it's like a rite of passage. Well, just My say you look forward to getting anymore. old. Don't say you look forward to your dick not working. Yeah, but that's the same thing. That's like no, you got to say not. what we're no, really talking not. about. I think it's part of who's it, old and a dick like... works. No, I, I yeah, well, he, Clint Eastwood clearly. I mean, right? Yeah. You think he did that? <laughs> like that ass. You think you think Clint Eastwood is dick natty? Come on. Come Get on, now, Clint Eastwood still this got that dog said, Dick Natty. Like, that is something that happened. <laughs> Come on. He's injecting shit directly in, like, most porn oh, no, yeah, stars aren't right even into the balls. Nah, yeah. man. <laughs> just cocaine, yeah, just cocaine right, right into it. Just <laughs> cocaine right into the shit. <laughs> I don't know why, you know, I feel like you can look forward to getting old without looking forward to that specific part of getting old. Yeah, but why? If you, you wanted to, but I yeah. mean, maybe you really are into that. It's like, I, oh, I want to get old, but I also, you know, like I'm looking forward to this cancer and this cerebrovascular <laughs> disease risk. I'm you know? really looking no, forward to. Dementia. I'm really looking forward to fucking colonoscopies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, trying to get old. <laughs> trying to get I old. I mean, I don't a little bit, a little bit, like not colonoscopies specifically, but don't be homophobic. Maybe you don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm I'm curious. I don't know what's going on in there. I don't you're knocked out. It's not pleasant. Like it's not a it's not a thing that you're like awake for. A colonoscopy? Oh I Yeah. I, I feel no, like I you thought they really. I thought they knocked you out, really. No, I think you're awake. I think you're awake. You oh, it's it's like local right. anesthesia, bro. You can be awake for the shit, but like yeah, they yeah, do yeah. some local shit on you. Yeah. I don't know. I might have to be awake just to save some money. Cause that that anesthesia. I, I take I take it back. You're looking forward to it, aren't you, Skip? And now, now it sounds pretty exciting. I don't know. That's I know, what I'm saying. Like, it's a good time. I know, like, I'm going to get colonics all across the all across the board now. Like, shit. You, know? you see what I'm saying? Pop a blue chew right before. You know what I'm saying? Get inflatable. You know? Man. Who knows? Like, yeah, let me get that you prostate can... special while you're in there, Doc. Exactly. 
inflatable like inflatable car car salesman or whatever. Bro, know? why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? <laughs> I feel like that's I don't know what old preservation is like, but that's what I, but that's what I imagine it like. Like it's trying to get his it's trying why'd to get his. You, why'd you do that, bro? What? <laughs> like it's not all the way standing up. It's just inflatable. This is too much of a visual. <laughs> That's what I, yeah, I don't know. I, I like, I think I've, I kind of just romanticized like all elements of like getting to do something that I saw in a movie or whatever. Like, it's not like, I don't know. I, I think there's I a lot of stuff that they do in movies that you shouldn't do. Yeah, but I like a lot of them, you know? And I'm not even just saying movies. Like, I know it sounds like I'm saying, like, oh, I want to get, I don't know, I don't want to fall into a volcano or whatever. Not necessarily that. And there are things that are terrible in movies. But I think some of the stuff that's like horrible in life feels like enriching in some sort of way you know like you getting to experience sorrow or fucking loss or whatever it's like it can kind of be package i want yeah whole package of life and it's like cool i'm gonna age i want to be in a situation where i'm like cool i love my wife dick doesn't work let's go down to the store and see what we can do about this this is interesting it's just interesting Mm, okay like there's a new bonding experience my dick has never not gotten hard when i needed it to get hard so it's like it'd be interesting to just be like, okay, I gotta, I need to get equipment to do this. There's a whole extra little, it's a little ritual, you know. Well, let me like, I think we should follow up later when you are going through this and see how you feel about it. Then, yeah, that's what yeah. I think. Good call outs, Josh and Skip. You know, Wait, what like, Josh I, I can't be careful what you wish for. Because look, that shit can happen to you in like in a couple years. Like the shit that you just named off is not just some specific to like old people shit. Like, I mean. But like some like thirty, some like like 30% percent of men below the age of thirty five like experience some level of erectile dysfunction, and it's probably mm-hmm. higher because men don't yeah, talk about that pretty freely. That. So if it's if it's Shit. a reported thirty percent, that means it's really like probably forty five percent. No, because that was one of the first things they warned me about when I started doing finasteride, which is the the anti bald shit to keep my hair on my head. And they said we we talked we talked about that. And you know, like my right. my situation was that like with finasteride, like it did fuck with me, so like I stopped. Yeah, your your, your dick is, was it that your dick stopped working or you were nutting crazy? What was it? Whoa, it was both. I mean, Whoa, shit. I'm surprised you asked that <laughs> It was both, nigga. Like, my shit, yo. I thought, oh, man, I thought he was going to say none of your business, but then he was, I was just expecting like, I've, I've already, I've already talked about I've already know, talked about this. I've already talked about this. But, like, legitimately, it, it 100% impacted me to the point where I was like, yeah, like, I don't even... And I was regrowing hair. Like I took yeah, it for like hair, two yeah, months. It was working. Like that, the hair was fucking coming back, and I was like, "Fuck!" Now I got to stop this yeah. shit. So like, I think, oh, you know, I think it's good to embrace being bald. That's what I think. I don't have any hair. It's, it's I, I have alopecia, so I, I lost all of are it. Are those real eyebrows? What? These are. I just have bald spots in my eyebrows. Oh, oh I, wait, thought you, those, those, I thought wow. that was. I thought that was style. Oh, those are, those are, I thought you did. You yeah. are. You are. Thri- you are thriving in the middle of this shit, too. bro. Oh, yeah. No. Shit. Yeah. I, I got kind of lucky that there's in, in yeah, very no, that stylish good. spots. I thought that was like. Uh, yeah. That's like when people get a cool scar. No, this one. And like, Damn, well, your scar looks so good. The first time the, the uh, this one was first. Yeah. I got the and I was like, I'll try and like trim it into that. But it was like mm. mostly because it was a it was like a big divot in the middle of my eyebrow. And then this one has just been going recently. I don't know. That looks very good. Very hip yeah, right. yeah. Very dark. Yeah, so you are, you are thriving in the midst of It's like a whole aesthetic situation. Yeah. I, I it looks it. good. I with, think... the, with the beanie and the chain, that's good. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. 
I wouldn't mind losing all my hair in like my sixties. I have long hair for a long enough time that I don't really care. Yeah. Like I want to do a lot of this stuff at the end. Like I think I want to have a kid like at like 90 just to have the experience of like the fun part of having a kid, but not all that. uh, Raising and all that that back and forth. Yeah. I want to have life done. I want to have done everything I want to do. Travel everywhere. I want to travel. Cool. Like I have a nice baby. And then, you know, a quick, quick third quarter life crisis. That you just yeah, exactly. dump onto the kid. Cool. Look, look, exactly. Look, exactly. And no, then straight to adoption. Got, y'all are y'all are thinking about this too small. Y'all think about this too oh. small. Okay. I've okay. been saying this it up. for a while. Okay. Is that with modern advances in medical Temporary technology children. and my future, you know, my future long term like Alvin Luthor, he income, got a plan. He got yeah, he got patents for this. What is it? I'm planning to live to be 220, 225 like Ricky Bobby. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like okay. I'm just yes, trying yes, to fucking why? Why yeah, not? It's too much Why stuff to not? do. Too much stuff to do. You don't want to get up there. My Come grandma on. died when she was a hundred, and I met. I, like I went and saw her after she turned a hundred, and she was mm. so fucking miserable. She okay. was like, "Everybody I've ever loved is dead. Uh, I eh. everything hurts, and I'm done." And then she died a month no. later. But this is what I'm I saying, though. It'd be better if you didn't have knee pain. Like, I wouldn't mind everybody I know dying if I could still go meet new people. If you're stuck in a bed, then it's a lot. You know what I mean? And that's my whole thing, right? That's my whole thing. I've talked about it extensively on this podcast where Mm. there's going to be a lot of things that we can just replace in the very near future. Like, a lot of the hurdles that existed prior to that from body rejection and all that kind of stuff, we're on the precipice of surmounting. So I would say everybody do what you got to do to keep your brain healthy because we haven't done a very good job of replacing. I'm gonna get my bo- and all brain that. replaced. Yeah. You know, get, you, get you, keep your brain healthy from that perspective. Antioxidants. When you say they haven't done a very good job of re- brain, brain replacement, have they done like a bad job? Yeah, they've they done like tried. There, there's just, stuff they've tried. Like I know, like um, what is what it? Even is uh, that? I don't know. Pro- progesterone. Progesterone. <laughs> Progesterone theory for like um, people who have experienced some level of like paralysis has shown some promise, for example. Um, so there are some things that have shown promise in regards to like neurodegenerative diseases. But in terms of like replacing actual organs and all that kind of stuff, that stuff is actually very promising if you have the money. So, again, with my future high level income. And advanced in medical technology, I'm planning to get to like 220, 225. So me having so a baby at 90. See, I like that. I you like know. that. Like, have a baby at ninety, raise him until you know you're 120. They're 30 or whatever, and then live life because you've already. I'm middle done... aged at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm middle aged yeah. at that point. I'm you with know? you. It's cool. With it's you. cool. Because I feel it's like cool. the childbearing shit. It like it's during like some of the most interesting, productive sections of your life. You know, and for women, it's even it's you know like traditionally even fucking worse in how much it derails what you want to do with your life. But if you can go like, cool, I lived a lifetime. Then I had like a section of my life where I was raising babies and then I can live another two lifetimes after that. That's fair. But it's like, damn, you have a baby at 30. The motherfucker's not done and really all the way raised until you're like 50. And it's like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do now? Like go back to school. Like nobody's trying to hear my mixtape now. Like this shit is terrible. So not what's yet. Life about, man? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Yeah, maybe with another ninety years of working on your mixtape, yeah. then people will people will check yeah. it out. One hundred percent. Yeah, that, that that could be possible. But I w- I would like to try like with the 
uploaded consciousness shit that we were talking about with like Pantheon, all that kind of shit, the scales that they start to talk about in those kinds of things, like with San Junipero, blah, 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 where you're living consciously for hundreds and thousands of years and you just completely transform past what it is to be a human being, that is of genuine interest to me. I don't think we'll get to that level of technology before I die. I don't think, but I find that actually fascinating. See, to me, my idea when you upload your consciousness or whatever, you're like uploading a copy, right? So yeah, yeah. like that copy will have all of your memories and do whatever. Mm -hmm. But like my personal experience as a person will still end. It, I, I will yeah. not experience the upload. Just the copy of me will. That yes, will have the, it will be undis it, it won't That is the crooks. Yeah, so I don't know I don't know why that would change my life at all. I think that's a difficult one because we really don't so like what you're kind of talking about is like the problem of ego persistence cuz which we don't know whether or not it exists or like how it what mechanism it does exist by which is the idea that like from moment to moment your consciousness is a continuous experience as opposed to your brain basically like having infinite thin slice moments of consciousness that are just kind of connected through memory storage okay. you know and so we kind of go like, oh, I'm, I'm conscious continuously through life. But it's like, no, you, you lose consciousness every night and then you're kind of rebooted and memory f that's been stored from previous iterations of you is happening. And so kind of the process that you describe of like, well, I would just die and then a copy would. That's kind of what our brain does anyway. Like we don't quite know how that works. But I feel like, like you know? but I know it wouldn't be my body booting up, right? Like but, the idea yeah. of uploading it is like at some point there has to be both my my brain and like mm. a copy of it right true so i don't, I don't know my brain's still gonna die yeah, yeah, yeah. i think like, really what or is it i think or is it i could yeah. freeze it have you seen okay, those so people who are really into freezing there they like freeze i'm gonna try heads. it i mean fuck it why not like what's the what's the worst that could happen if you already died and you just die then oh, cool you just, and if you just gotta out. like sink a bunch of money into it that's all <laughs> yeah, if you already died and you, know, you like, just die <laughs> if they can't undo the shit well they but you like, pay for it before you die <laughs> yeah but what i'm gonna do with the money if I, like what was i gonna save the money for when i'm dead like no you're gonna use what, what it while you're money still alive oh but I'm they don't kill themselves to freeze their brain they freeze it when they're about to yeah, die but anyway. like you can but use you have that save money amount of money yeah, you have to save that... money usually oh like, yeah i see what you mean yeah 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 but you're well and also like that, that money that you could spend on that yeah. you could just like buy something else or go to indonesia or give, or give to your family i mean you know that's all give to your family i, I don't know okay, well, <laughs> skip was like nah nah skip was like nah i, I just told it. you i'm sending them straight like, to like, the foster like, care that bullshit. yeah 95 as soon as they get uncute foster care um no so there i think there's two ways of looking at this like in terms of what, how consciousness works which is one, we don't have ego persistence anyway. So this thing that you're afraid of, that like my brain is going to die and like my experience of being alive won't, uh, will have ended. And this new copy of me in the digital realm that is experiencing this isn't me, that that already is happening infinite times across your life anyway. We're just not aware of it. Like we, we constantly remember the past. And so that feels like a continued conscious experience, but that that's actually not what's happening, which I find pretty compelling as an argument. Like I disagree but only because like you the things that happen to you even if like even if you were to like turn off your consciousness or whatever they like still happen to your meat sack so like i don't know you're still in this 
I don't, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still like a physical casing that like Mm. things happen to and physically exists in space. And like, even, yeah, you're asleep sometimes or whatever, but like, I feel like that doesn't exist in, maybe it does. I don't know. Well, the, the question is like, to what extent does the physical world have anything to do with the validity of your consciousness? And I would say it's like nothing. Like if I lose an arm or if I lose my whole body and my head is still conscious, like, my conscious experience is the thing that makes me conscious, not whether or not things actually happen in the real but world. But it's informed. But it's informed by your physical. Yeah, I, I agree. But experience. what we're talking about specifically is what is our consciousness? What is it to be conscious like across a lifetime? What does that mean specifically? And something happening in the physical world doesn't have a one to like. That's the thing that would have to be established here that I'm not seeing. If, well, if that makes sense. Yeah, think about it. But like. So when you know how like some people don't remember all the traumatic shit that happened to them, but mm. like that like thing in th- therapy where they're like, but you hold it in the body and like the body yeah, remembers yeah. or whatever. Yes, sure. I feel yeah, like the body keeps score type shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if there's any truth to that, then that sounds like it's well. I would I would say different. that even that is something like, and maybe if if you're adding like an extra like kind of point of discussion, I would say that's a thing that could also be replicated in a digital medium that you could take all of that like. If we were replicating human minds, we would. Our mind is part of a body, so when we replicate human minds, we would be making them embodied. Okay. So we would replicate a simulation of your entire experience of having a physical form, at least to begin with, until your brain was able to kind of grow past and change, change, da 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 da, which is another thing. But yeah, I guess all of all of what I'm getting at is I don't. I think we assume that we are continuously conscious because we remember the past, but I don't think there's any evidence to suggest that. Just protect I, your brains, man. Just I just keep coming back to like, why? Why? Why would? Why spend this time to like develop all of this technology? Mm. I feel like you learn something about consciousness, but I'm also like, man, we could get some people off the streets with that money. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. so okay, here's here's a, here's a why. Like, I think I think part of the why is, and I was having an argument about like space travel and whether or not we should bother with that too. So. I think part of me is just like because it's fucking cool. Like, why not see what the hori- like the, the the farther horizons of scientific achievement are? Like it, that, I think that in and of itself just has value. But I think if we're trying to be just more egalitarian about it, going what can the next generation of human consciousness look like? The same way that we talk about how we want our children or the people that come from us to like have good lives. What if all of this was on a digital like platform and just allowed us to experience? levels of joy and prosperity that's completely impossible in the physical realm or, or much more hard hard to achieve and that's why that's twitter is such a great place to be yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and also like like real quick the thing that i want to highlight is that every time somebody says well why do we put money in x when we could put money in y just remember that that's political the united states government for example or any rich country for example, so that's every Western country, you know, plus like the BRICS nation, China, you know, Russia, Brazil, whatever. They could 100% fund anything that you would bring up in addition to anything that they already fund in mass. So people, for example, often talk about like the United States with military spending or whatever. The military spending is not taking away from them funding, you know, homes for the homeless or cancer mm. research, et cetera, anything for that nature. The United States can fund anything that it does. If you look at it from a Keynesian economic perspective, the reason why they don't fund X while they fund Y is political. 
So the reason why they don't fund homelessness oh, yeah, yeah. like kind of stuff is because like, you know, there's a GOP and, you know, centrist democratic perspective that thinks that that is a individual failing versus a structural failing. But from a money perspective, they 100 percent can fund that and they choose not to for political reasons. Absolutely. So, yes, they 100 percent can fund regardless of where you follow the spectrum. They 100 percent can spend, you know, the. The eight hundred billion or so they spend yeah. on you know military and other stuff, and they it's don't like that uh, for whatever reason. If he if he could, he would, right? Yeah, the, the, yeah, exactly. Like that yeah, with yeah. The, the, yeah, the government is like a slightly ne- negligent boyfriend. That's uh, like slightly, just slightly, he, just slightly. yeah, borderline abusive, borderline abusive. If he could, he, he would. Depends yeah. on <laughs> depends on who you are, I guess. It's pretty <laughs> yeah, no, not true. borderline to a lot of people. Uh, that's a good point. Just straight up psychopathic. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, but I think I would want to do that kind of thing. And the other thing that I was going to say is, I think, did you ever, see, did you watch Invincible? I, yeah, I've been watching it now. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like what Robot does or like what Rudy does with yeah. himself, where he like, he clones himself and upload, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I think that there is something a little bit, like there was something kind of sweet about that, that like he was, it, it was kind of like having a child almost, that what he was doing was saying, my experience is going to end here, but like, I'm kind of shut the fuck up, Alvin. I don't know what the fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That is every time I try and say some earnest shit, this motherfucker flames me. But, um, also your poem, your poem about the mess of love was terrible. Um, I think every time greatest poem on love ever of all time. (laughs) Bars. Fair. Um, I think the idea of going like, okay, cool. I'm going to die, but I have a, I don't know, it's some like a for, form of self-love where you're like, no, but I want to see the pattern of myself prosper, even if it's not quite continuously me. There's going to be a version of me that lives on. I think there's something there. Um, and it's kind of a mental gymnastic we have to do anyway. But, that feels like better than having a kid. That sounds like a, a more ethical way of having a kid, a less selfish way of having a kid. I, I could see that, yeah. You're you're only doing it to your to yourself, yeah. you know, someone who's consented to the continuation. Like, all right, you're selling. So I me. think that's, you're selling me. Yeah, give it a go. It might be yeah, because you don't know which guy you're gonna wake up as. You might wake up, you know, in a computer. Like, oh my god, I can do everything. I'm hooked into the information highway. I feel like that'd be pretty fun. But it seems like you're not. Are you are you like not sold on ideas of like when you when you watch sci-fi? Because obviously, I can like in your content and in your speech, it's there's a lot of what can we do in the real world now to kind of make life for human beings better now, which seems maybe yeah. like part of your worldview, I which I think is a pretty, okay. Which I think is a pretty valuable and reasonable one. I guess I'm curious when you look at sci-fi, that's like aspirational or like we can live forever. Or what if we could have lasers out of our, or just any of that kind of stuff that we see in media, do you kind of look at that and go, why would I bother? Why would I want that? Or this is the wrong thing to be thinking about or, you know, well, I guess I mean, there's definitely stuff that I find like aspirational in sci fi. I, I mean, I think the best stuff is like political social commentary. And I mean, that's what the Twilight Zone was originally. I believe mm-hmm. Rogers, he wanted to like make the Twilight Zone about civil rights movement. And they were like, no, you can't do that. And he was like, all right, I'll just do all allegorical stuff. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. why that stuff exists. And Twilight. like, I think that in that way, it's really. I mean, I think that's pretty valuable to think about. I just think that a lot of the stuff that is, like, aspirational or, like, posed as aspirational technology, like, isn't really. Um, oh, okay. Like, like 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I really think that, like, uploading my consciousness is, like, that aspirational. I'm not, like, I, I'm more I'm more torn than I was, you know, half an hour ago. But, sure. like, you think about, like, going to space, like, going to Mars or something. I think that's a good one because I'm so down. But I know yeah. a lot of people are like, that's fucking stupid, bro. But like, who, so who are the people down. who are pushing for it, like, the hardest? Like, Elon well, Musk? Who's but like, I mean, is yeah, pushing? I want you to be an indentured servant and you can I, like I, earn your, yeah. your keep I don't in know. Mars. I feel, like the, I feel like the evil people have like co-opted the shit because it's like different people can want the same thing for different fucked up reasons. And we say like, who's pushing it? It's like, well, I can't push the shit. I'm not, right. a, I'm not a super big billionaire, but I've always been interested in that. And tons of people have always been interested in. And it makes sense. It makes sense. I was going to say, I have a friend who works at NASA on science mm. projects. Oh, shit. Oh, and shit. I don't know if I can. Science I don't know project. how much I can say about stuff. Oh come on, come on! What is, is aliens no, no. real? No, what? Are aliens <laughs> no, real? No. Like, what can you say? Okay, but uh, <laughs> like a shit. lot of their projects are just getting like defunded because uh. like Congress is looking at it and they're like, "What's the ROI?" And uh. I feel like you're right. Like you wouldn't be pushing for that, but like the that is how the decisions get made structurally. Is like, what is the ROI? What is the like you're like yeah I would push for going to Mars if I could but I can't yeah. but like but, Elon yeah. Musk can and does and says that the way to do it is in slavery right but yeah <laughs> but the the issue with like government funding and I'm saying this as a former not federal but state government worker is that like we're fully aware of the ebbs and flows of the importance of what you're seeking funding for right yeah so I mean something, federal, something, NASA federal funding's a little different but yeah. Yeah, like but it's said, like if we wanted to, we could. Yeah, but it's but it's also like this could one hundred percent change two years from now. Like yes. that's yeah, that's yeah, well, that's yeah. that's one hundred percent what, what you're the, saying. Yeah, that that's what the reality of government funding is. So like again, former government worker, it's it's like oh man, we're fucking short this this year. Oh man, that's fucked up. We're just gonna ride this out until the next governor comes in <laughs> the office. Yeah, you know, but like, you can't do that when you're in charge of like uh, some equipment that's you know that that takes ten years that takes yeah, ten exactly. years to develop. Yeah, like it, yeah. It, it, and now it fucks and up now it's lines. there collecting stuff or whatever, and you all of a sudden they're saying no, you gotta stop because we don't want to pay for it anymore or whatever. You know, so. I don't know. I think for me, it's very much like if somebody said, "Hey, look, you can do a six-year stint on Mars. It could be." any variety of horrible as long as i felt confident that i wouldn't fucking die i would probably say yes you probably like, will die i'm gonna be real honestly if even if you die i'm with you i'm with honestly I'm, if somebody was guys, like if somebody was like you have a 20 percent chance of dying and an 80 percent chance of survival oh yeah i'd be like i'd I'm be in. like bet like send me let's in. go eddie have you seen for all mankind on yeah i love that show i'm watching i'm, I'm just starting watching the, the new season, season. I've just started the first episode. Okay. Yeah, because so it's, like, it's, so it's like it. exactly what you're talking about is what they is what this season. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Oh spoil yeah, they're anything, sending off all like, boy, oh boy to Mars or whatever, like that kind yeah. of shit. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's really like too much of a spoiler. Like the concept. I'm just saying, like his. No, the spoiler is that it, it's not gonna go great for him. Okay, yeah, don't tell me this. Don't tell me this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah, I believe yeah. it's not gonna turn out quite like how he expected. Yeah, you know, yeah, that no. Show for all mankind. I remember when I first turned on the first episode, I was like, fuck, I, I want to be an astronaut. Yeah. Like, I wish that this I have always wanted to fucking be an astronaut. Like, as soon as they, as soon as the applications go out, if I'm not past the age limit next time, yeah. I'm applying and like, I'm gonna like fight to get it. So, I would, I, I hope that you do because I feel like you, I genuinely feel like you would be an exceptional astronaut. Just like, 
I feel like you got the combination of like intellect, physical prowess, like emotional, like strength. I feel like you could fucking do it again, assuming that you're not too old by the time it's like open back open up again. Yeah. I feel like that would fucking make so much sense. And yeah, just watching like everybody be, I understand there's a million different cool world hunger and like uh, class inequality and racism and sexism and transphobia are all important causes. It's like art. It's like, I think that art is an important thing. We should get to make paintings and plays and shit, and we should get to fucking sail among the stars and see what the fuck is out there and just expand. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's, it's not like it's no indigenous people on Mars that we got to kill up there. So it's like, cool, let's just see what's, what's, what's going on. Let's see what the world is. I mean, maybe there is. I hope, <laughs> you know, maybe, I don't know. Oh, God. You think so? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think okay. so, but I'm just saying. I mean, I'm 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 very pro. Like there is intelligent, you know, life. You know, it's just whether or not they find us first or we find them first, kind of shit. Yeah. Stephen Hawking. We gotta we gotta kill him immediately, though. That's what Stephen Hawking said, man. That's what Honestly, he said in his last gotta, paper. Gotta, the mother the motherfucker said we need to be finding them before they find us because they're gonna if they find us first, they're better than us and they're going to fucking like wipe us out. So he like said we need man. to fucking like go out. Dark <laughs> that's a, that's some real shit. That's some real shit. I mean, but look, true Christopher men, Columbus type are, shit. Yeah, that's they've been, they've been, we have to kill them. Been right, <laughs> they, but they've been right every time. Like, have they? Evil. No, have, bro, that was wild as fuck. No, it, it, okay, Edward. hold on, hold on. That was wild as fuck. <laughs> Me and that, Skip was vibing. Wait, wait. I don't know what the fuck he was on. <laughs> no, no, no. When when white people have said, "Hey, it may like among themselves fighting in Europe or whatever the fuck they were doing." Hey, if we don't dominate these people, they'll dominate us. That wasn't false in a whole bunch of like historical situations. Like no, when they came to the like the Americas and they were like, no, no, not the Americas so much. That's that's that. When they went to Wales, that wasn't. When they went, oh yeah, to Ireland. This moment, they went went to Ireland. They was like, they crossed the street. Yeah, (laughs) I don't even know about that one. I don't even know about that one, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. You you, you think a lot of them could have just chilled the fuck out and 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 they wouldn't like nobody would have conquered anybody. Yeah, I, I mean, think they really could have I'm from bro. Massachusetts originally, and yeah. they told us originally. about the first Thanksgiving. So I think we can all get along. I think you're. I think you're right. Honestly, <laughs> just have a turkey, chill the fuck out. Don't don't ask too many questions. It'll but in all honesty, good. I believe like the native, the indigenous populations by and large were like not very hostile to colonizers when they showed up in the Americas. And I think even if they were, the technology difference was so high that it, I don't think that there was a threat of that being like i don't think even if they were super hostile i don't think the native americans were gonna wipe the fucking europeans out i don't think no there were there were native american civilizations like if you look at even just like um the well, especially not after they got smallpoxed yeah smallpox oh, blankets yeah. and all that kind of shit so but even if you look at like to eddie's point if you look at like the trajectory of um intensive agriculture like a lot of Native American like societies, I'm thinking like Cahokia and you know all that kind of stuff. They didn't even need to develop like intensive agricultural methods because they didn't need mm. to. The land just kind of provided based yeah. on how they were moving and operating. So I get Eddie's point, but it's also like, goddamn man, like these motherfuckers <laughs> just came through and just said, "Fuck it." Like, yo, can, can we get into some hotep science real quick? <laughs> just a little, just a second before we before we finish the pod. Um. So you you got you know do you know that uh, writer Chic Anto Diop? You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, man, give me some works. Give me some works. Me okay, some. yeah. So I don't I don't know if he's a real science person, but he's got this thing called like the two cradle theory that I remember reading about when I was, it was like fresh off of Malcolm X, and I was like, oh, this is 
this is the real science I want to tell you about. <laughs> this is the real Basically, science. This, this is the real. Man, yo, I had a I had a Hotep science teacher. This dude was the most light skinned guy you ever meet, but he had like he, like borderline he was white, but he had a very like black guy voice. So it was like, but he would have the most Hotep takes that he was inserting constantly into like our chemistry and biology classes, and it was the wildest shit. Like. He'd be teaching us shit. And he'd be like, "But you know they got it. You know they got a cure. They got a cure for AIDS. It's, it's silver thialamide or whatever the fuck he would say. <laughs> it kills everything. Selenium, um, man. Selenium. That was that. That was the shit for like. Yeah. <laughs> selenium. You need supplements. Selenium supplements. Yeah. You know. Just you got to get that uh, Revisitrol. What's the shit from the wine? Whatever that shit is. Resveratrol, man. Resveratrol. Yeah. Just got to get some of that, and you'll. The white man don't want you to have it. But um, one of the things that was talked about was the idea that like white aggression is like a genetic trait <laughs> as a result of like a more harsh environment that's difficult to like uh to till and harvest and plant shit in so that pushed along certain technological developments yeah uh i don't think that's true this, this, <laughs> i don't think so either <laughs> that's what i'm gonna that's, anthropologically i'm throwing that true. out there that's yeah. my that's my opinion <laughs> You don't want us to know about it. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, <laughs> throwing us off the trail. That makes I know. things more true now. <laughs> Skips like they're on us. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's radioing radio back to HQ. Like, wait a second. <laughs> well, all right, folks. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. There's been waving the red flag. If you see Europeans coming onto your shore, you may be seeing a red flag. But at the same time, if you, uh, you know, kill yourself trying to, like, upload your consciousness... It might be you that's waving the red flag. It's been waving the red flag podcast. It's been Eddie. It's been Alvin. It's been Josh. Joined today by Skip Intro. Where can the people find you? What should they watch? They Tell can, them where to go. You can, you can follow me on YouTube at Skip Intro. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I... Yeah, I don't really do the other social media stuff anymore because it just made me depressed. So... Hey man, I'm on Blue Sky now, man. You gotta. You gotta I don't have an invite. Hey man, I'm. I'm we gotta invite you up, him. man. I'm a fuck. Okay. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we gonna. We Is gonna it good over there? Or are they paying you? They're, they're definitely not paying me. Okay. All right. <laughs> they might be paying you to recruit. Um, if you want to watch our bonus content, join us during live streams. Join the Discord. Support in general. Follow us on Patreon, Spotify, or YouTube memberships. Those are all three ways that you can join the community. Obviously, like, subscribe to the video, turn the fucking notification bell on, and we'll see you every single week at this time. You know? Real conversations only. That's it. That's the pod. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks for coming by, Skip, by the way. Very much appreciate it. Oh, yeah. This is great. This is fun. This is great to meet you guys, Alvin, Josh. It's a red flag.